Lord teaches us to be persistent in our prayer. And to do this, he employs the amusing parable of the powerful but corrupt judge who eventually renders a just verdict all because he is afraid of a widow slugging him. Jesus teaches us that we are to persevere in our prayer because God hears every one of our prayers. God listens when we pray. And God always responds. God answers every one of our prayers. He answers our prayers by saying yes or no or not yet because God knows who we are and what we need and what we don't need. And with loving caring in prayer keeps us from falling into the trap of thinking that God is like a vending machine. You put something in and you get something out immediately. And if not, you can get mad and hit the vending machine a couple of times. Perseverance in prayer helps us to attune our will to God's. It helps us to accept. It helps us to embrace God's particular will for each and every one of us. Prayer is more than asking, and it's more than listening. Prayer means spending time with God, as we would spend time with a good and faithful friend, one who always looks out for our best interests. St. Teresa of Avila teaches us about this special kind of prayer, contemplative prayer. St. Teresa of Avila was a Carmelite sister who lived in Spain in the 16th century. St. Teresa of Avila would inspire three other Teresas to become canonized saints. St. Teresa of Lisieux, the little flower, St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, and St. Teresa of Calcutta. St. Teresa of Avila teaches us contemplative prayer, in my opinion, is nothing else than a close sharing between friends. It means taking time frequently to be alone with him who we know loves us. Contemplative prayer is not just for the experts. It's not just for those who live in cloisters. Contemplative prayer is for each of us, spending time with the Lord, enjoying his presence, being with him as we would be with a good and trusted friend. 
prayer and persistence in prayer requires the support of others. Prayer can be difficult. We can get discouraged. We need the support of others. The church gives us today the beautiful story of Moses when his people go to war with the forces of Amalek. Moses stands atop a hill with his arms outstretched in prayer. And when his arms are outstretched, Joshua has the upper hand. But when Moses gets tired and his hands fall to his side, Amalek gets the better of Joshua. And eventually, Aaron and Hur will stand at Moses' side, one on each side, supporting his hands in prayer. And Joshua will bring home the victory. We support one another in prayer. When we go into a church and we see votive candles burning, we know that someone else has been there ahead of us to say a prayer. And we trust that someone else will follow after we light our candle. We support one another in prayer at Mass. I dare say that if I picked out someone at random and asked you to stand up and recite the creed for all of us to hear, I would probably find someone who would either have a panic attack or run for the exit. We can't do it alone, most of us, but we can do it together. So too can we persevere in prayer together. We experience this in a beautiful way when we take our place at the Adoration Chapel, when we are faithful to our hour and we find ourselves a link in a chain of prayer that goes on 24-7 all year long, year after year. What a beautiful thing. What a beautiful way to support one another in prayer. I knew a lady who was very devout and loved the Blessed Sacrament and was so so inspired when her own parish opened up an adoration chapel. She was one of the first to sign up and she picked an hour that she knew she could fulfill Even though things were very busy and hectic at home, she knew that she could zero in on this one hour and be faithful to it. And that worked really, really well for a couple of months. And then the situation at home changed and she found it more and more difficult to keep her hour, but she kept plugging away. She kept coming to the Adoration Chapel for her hour regardless. But one winter evening, cold, dark, bitter wind, rain changing into snow, she found herself in the car making her way to the Adoration Chapel and she just shook her head and she said, maybe this is the time to give up my hour. Maybe this is the time to let somebody else fill that hour. She got to the Adoration Chapel and the gentleman inside heard her footsteps, and he got up, opened the door for her, 
and said words that she would never forget. He's all yours now. He's all yours. That moment changed her perspective. And she realized what a privilege it was, even with the difficulties, to have that hour of time to be with the Lord, to enjoy his presence, and allow that hour to be a time when not only she prayed, but he ministered to her. And very soon, with the help of prayer and with the help of many other people praying, things changed in her life and she found it much easier to get to her hour. And she continues to adore the Lord before the Blessed Sacrament in that Adoration Chapel. We support one another in prayer. Persistence in prayer leads to action. St. Teresa joined the Carmelites at a time when joining the Carmelites was an easy path. They had abandoned many of their rules and traditions. It wasn't very difficult at all to follow the rule of life of the Carmelites at that time. It was easy, but not necessarily fruitful. St. Teresa had great difficulty praying during the first couple of decades of her time with the Carmelites, until one day she was inspired to gaze upon an image of our suffering Lord, getting ready to take up his cross. And she looked at his face, and she saw a face full of love, love for her. And she was inspired to dig deeper in her prayer. She was inspired to be more disciplined. And her prayer led to action. She initiated a series of reforms in the Carmelite order that continue to this day. Carmelites making sure that prayer is the priority, that they are disciplined and fervent in their prayer knowing that their prayer has an effect on the lives of many, many others far beyond the cloister walls. Prayer and persistence in prayer leads to action. Prayer sustains the Respect Life movement. Prayer sustains those who are battling against corruption in government. Prayer sustains those who evangelize. Prayer sustains those dedicated to marriage and family life. Prayer sustains those who work tirelessly for the poor and less fortunate. Prayer sustains those who strive to be faithful to the church in times of confusion and doubt. Prayer leads to peace, the peace that each one of us longs for. A mature St. Teresa of Avila would give us these words to encourage us to find our peace 
in persistent prayer. St. Teresa says, Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing dismay you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patient endurance attains all things. God alone suffices. We are headed for difficult times in our nation, our world, and in our church. We are headed for those kind of times that cause many to lose their bearings and lose their way. And we are heading for those kinds of times that form saints. When we look at history, we recognize that it is precisely at the most challenging times of history that God raises up saints, men and women, girls and boys, to be holy, to persist in their prayer, and through their prayer that leads to action to change the course of things. Contemplative prayer, persistence in prayer, is not just for the experts. It's not just for the religious. It's for you. Each and every one is called to be a saint, to be holy, to persist in prayer, and to so weather the difficult times ahead and to give encouragement to others to do the same. May each and every one of us be on board with the call to holiness, the call to pray. What a difference it will make for you and for your family, your loved ones, our country, our world, and our church. Again, from St. Teresa, let nothing disturb you. Let nothing dismay you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patient endurance attains all things. God alone suffices.